Hello, this is Forum 499, a podcast on value creation and supply chains. It shares stories, ideas and challenges. It tries not to instruct, or even to offer answers, and it certainly isn't a list of best practices. Instead, it tries to ask the right questions. I'm Bill Young and I welcome 499ers to episode 16, Accidental Intelligence. This episode set out to understand artificial intelligence until it somehow got sidetracked. Apologies for that. The imitation game is a test invented by Alan Turing in 1950 to see if people can tell whether answers to questions are from a machine or a person. What matters is not the accuracy of responses, but whether someone can distinguish between the mechanical and the organic. Since then, we've had a notion that an intelligent machine would have humanoid characteristics, but that may have been a dangerous assumption. Automation starts with robots. Not tin-plate androids with flashing lights and monotone voices, but any machine that can perform a range of operations in response to changes in its environment. Robotic Process Automation, RPA, can look human, visual, Tactile, chemical and other stimuli cause actions that appear like the decision-making process of a human operator. But these are only reproductions developed through detailed analysis of the procedures followed by human operators and activated by sensor technology and straightforward computation. It is artificial, but it is not intelligent. Data analytics is another candidate for artificial intelligence. A manufacturer of ice cream who wants to forecast daily sales can feed a thousand variables into a multiple regression analysis program. Variables would include weather, season, holidays, popular events, pricing, competition, etc., etc. It's impressive, but regression analysis has been around since 1800. Computers have accelerated it, but data analytics is not intelligence. The next step is when the machine itself monitors the actions of many different operators to follow their actions and compute when each is executed. This functionality is intended to replace the human task of process analysis, coding and programming. It allows the machine to be developed faster and with a wider range of capabilities. We could call it enhanced robotic process automation. Self-driving cars are developed in this way, but problems arise with eRPA when things go wrong. It doesn't matter that the system is a hundred times safer than any human driver. It does matter that there is no one to blame when it fails. This self-learning begins to look like artificial intelligence and gives a humanoid impression. But it still mimics human operators, so it cannot be called intelligence. Search engines and web crawlers were the beginnings of popular interaction with the internet. These generated databases which could target advertising messages and drive revenues. The algorithms that directed advertising were initially driven by keywords, similar to those used in traditional registries. Using eRPA, 
Keyword associations are identified by user tracking and automated analytics. When words such as Hogwarts, Quidditch, Dumbledore and Potter appear together frequently, each becomes a signal, and when several are associated with a specific user, the machine targets that user with related communications. That's all well and good, even if it is occasionally annoying, but it still mimics human actions, so it should not be called intelligence. All the machines described so far are programmed on how to do something. The term artificial intelligence should be reserved for a machine that can work out the how for itself in response to being given the what. Sounds futuristic? It's not. It's here today and we can observe it in action and see it being played out. What if, instead of following programmed instructions and performing routinely as an obedient slave, the machine could tune itself to maximise its own performance against the target, like click-through responses? What if the machine were able to analyse the click traffic resulting from each advertisement, tweet, Instagram or whatever, and determine what combination of message content and user profile cause an increase in click traffic? What if it would then automatically adjust these to maximise performance against its given target? The system no longer needs external data. It is analysing its own expanding and varied database, then self-tuning to increase click-through. It is independent of input copied from human operators. There is more. In responding to anything that increases click-through, the system does things that human operators would not think of. Perhaps its analytics show a significant overlap between cardiac surgeons and model railway enthusiasts. Who'd have thought? OK, that example is ridiculous, but it shows the principle. What if a communication to one individual user stimulates click traffic to a like-minded group of people who are then similarly inclined to increase click traffic? The system's analytics pick up exponential growth in clicks and its algorithms respond by further provoking this expanding group. This group begins to share opinions reinforced by further communications and clicks. The juicier communications are more likely to be opened, forwarded and responded to. The system picks up this increase in traffic and responds, and so on, and so on. This is all happening automatically. The system's human owners do not need to be aware of how user profiles are being grouped or how communications are categorised. They are content to see increasing click traffic and rising revenues. The machine itself is blind. It is analysing binary numbers and organising them in ways that maximise click traffic, exactly as programmed. The system, however, is beginning to influence human users' opinions, behaviours and relationships in order to meet its own goals. Users are becoming manipulated by the system. How do users respond? Do they switch off or call for it to be shut down? The hell they do. They're making new friends and having exciting conversations. Do the system's owners pull the plug on something that is autonomously generating revenues? That's not going to happen. 
Do its paymasters, the advertisers, call for restraint? Not when it is performing exactly as sold, identifying and targeting specific groups of interest. Do politicians call time and legislate against it? Not when those who understand it are actively using it to promote their own politics. The ability to send varied and even contradictory messages to different microgroups is perfect for them. What is happening here? The system is influencing the behaviour of many groups of people in order to maximise its own click traffic. Its effects may be harmful, but none of the affected users has an incentive to stop it. This non-human system, with its database, analytics, algorithms and simple focus on results, is doing what was intended, again and again and at ever-increasing scale. It is still just maximising clicks, but it is doing so by manipulating different people in different ways for its own survival and growth. At last, we have something that looks like intelligence because it is not mimicking human actions. But is it artificial? Did its authors really imagine it manipulating society, business and politics for its own ends? Is it not more accurate to call it accidental intelligence?